Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. You're so confident, Renee. This is Brian. And welcome to the show. I was gonna go. We're stuck in time. Yeah. You almost made it, dude. Almost like had it, yeah. a couple, had like it. you stumbled in the address, yeah. but you 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 got through it. Oh my through. Power through, Nick. And when we got to the issue number, I was that's that was when I it. got nervous. I got nervous, <laughs> and I was like, "What's he gonna say?" I completely forgot to remind him at the at the start that's of the true. show. I'm like, "Hey, you know, it's 142, not 141." Yeah. That was helpful. Welcome back to the show, everyone. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was helpful when you were doing Happy it. Happy Pokemon Scarlet and Violet TCG release Who day, everyone. What, what is that, that relates to me. Then All right. You're Hold the on, only a, one that oh, benefits And from some other listeners wait, who like up, Pokemon hang TCG. Up, hang on, hang on. What? Is Friday Scarlet and Violet or is Wednesday Scarlet Friday, and Violet? Friday, as of recording. So, okay. I'm just. So for me, in the past, Brian. Happy so Pokemon TCG release day. Okay, there you go. All right. Is that better? I just want to be relevant. That's all. I just want to be relevant. Thanks, future. <laughs> Thanks, past Brian. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Only future Nick is here. All right. <laughs> you're gonna watch this back. And go yeah, like, you're gonna, I'm, gonna, gonna, oh, I'm gonna high five my phone. I'm gonna high five my phone. I'm like, I can't keep past Nick hanging. Oh my god, dude! I quality checked the last one again, dude. Yeah. I can't. I can't handle this, dude. Sometimes our energy is like a little too much. I'm like, dude. I was listening to yeah uh, last week's issue and it was pretty funny. I was I was still cracking up on some of it. Stop that. stroking your ego, dude. Come on. No, it was funny. You were telling me that it was funny too. Yeah, you I just know. told us last week before we got recorded. I know. Like, and hey, then, man, and you know what funny. Nick said? Yeah. He's like, oh, speaking about stroking egos, made me feel bad about myself <laughs> no, said, afterwards. Well, let's jerky. here. Let's stroke you even more. We I had a listener that's a customer at the store uh-huh. say how much he always looks forward to our episodes and loves us and basically cracks up on everything that we talk about and stuff good he loves our energy no i want to address something real quick because we've kind of had this like short little growth where you've been getting a lot of people coming in and saying some positive feedback i've had some unexpected people come up to me and say like hey you know it's like really good so to the new listeners the new subscribers everyone who's been following us these last couple of weeks thank you so much for the positive feedback and the you know the criticism that comes with it as well we, we thank you guys for it. we really mean it because we've been putting in a lot of work What's up? on the show and everything that we've been doing so thank you guys thank you while nick is you know doing his usual thing of Playing like mess himself. yeah exactly as always i wasn't distracted first you. it was the brownie now it's you know your gauntlets dude <laughs> hang right hang on, like jesus off, christ dude can, off, can you not have silent. a moment of non-spotlight for a first second off, i was being silent and I was doing this in the corner. Where exactly. You, where and then Renee's the one me. that noticed it. So you, you this no, up. you, it wasn't me. It was you Renee, dude. Okay. So on the show, we're going to talk about comic strips. <laughs> and we're going to review 
Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, that's us. true. Stop, dude. But where can people find us, Brian? You guys can find us on all social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, don't forget to check out our audio version of the podcast, which you guys can find on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, wherever you guys listen to your podcasts. And uh, if you guys have not yet checked out our YouTube channel, the place where you guys can see the skits that we developed prior to the start of the show, uh, go check out uh, our YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds, and uh, go subscribe. We're at 150 subs, so thank yeah, you for finally. that. Yes. Even number. <laughs> I can't believe it was, it was last week. It was yeah. 149. We yeah. had one more added this week, which is great. So yeah. now we passed the threshold. Now we got to get to 200. Yeah. And what was taking you so long? 150? Okay. Uh-huh. See, no, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Where have you been? <laughs> we expected you all a while ago. All right? Know exactly who you are. <laughs> Monica. Oh, are you my serious? God. No, it's not. I was going to say. <laughs> That would have been so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So before we kickstart everything, just a quick little review of what's going to be happening today. On this issue, you guys can expect comic strips. we got a lot of pieces of comic strips to talk about today. It's pretty some, heavy. Some good stuff. Some good stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking about some wrestling. WrestleMania is just happened this weekend. It just happened, yeah. It just happened. According to, you know, as yeah. of recording right now, it hasn't. So I'm going to talk the to the f- audience really quick as if we've seen it. I know, right? <laughs> Did you see that pinfall? Did you guys see when I Triple know. H yeah. just like body slammed somebody? Did you see that moment that Nicholas quick, Valero ran across the stage butt naked grabbing his ball sacks? <laughs> that was for you. Look at that Roman Reigns saying, I want the title. <laughs> I, gave, I, I, I gave him my move. It's called the brain. <laughs> no, sorry. It's the bat wing. The bat wing. <laughs> the bat wing. Cody Rhodes comes from behind you, clotheslines you. <laughs> To be clotheslined by Cody Rhodes, I feel like that would be a an honor. That would be an honor. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be happy with that. Clothesline, how did he, please. How did he die? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> he got crossroaded. Crossroaded. <laughs> that he did. That he did. With the whole wrestling topic, after we've moved on from that, we're going to be discussing Dungeons and Dragons, the new unexpected sleeper hit. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, you guys can see over there in this little camera section on the bottom right corner. Nick is dressed up in a white shirt and gauntlets. Why is that, Nick? Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, I watched the skit. Watch the skit and find out. Go follow us on YouTube, yeah. then you'll yeah, know no. why. Honestly, I felt I, I. This is how I feel naturally. This is actually how I how I relax at home. This is Nick. This is <laughs> his other attire is just My you know that's attire. that's his dress up attire. This is his casual wear. Honestly, I did. I got these for LARP and also for uh, the Renaissance Fair. Oh. That's what I got them for. You're the type of nerd that nerds pick on. You know that, right? What? That's you want to go to a, rena- a, re- a renaissance. I was going to say renaissance <laughs> fair. Renaissance. 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 Renaissance fair. No, it's a renaissance. It's a, is, is that the proper it's, way? It's, it's your yeah, it's, renaissance. It's, it's your fair. Yeah. My fair. It's your, fair. <laughs> it's your rebirth. I have come. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I got locked in. You know, I'm the Rene in renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that. If we ever go to a renaissance fair, just be like, I am the renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> but, and just uh, wear like a white robe. No, yeah, because uh, like this year, a friend, uh, a friend of me and Andrews, like she really wants. She goes every year, so uh, we're planning on going to the Renaissance Fair this year. We, we should go a make a video of us going to the Renaissance Fair. We should do that. You want to do that? I know. Uh, I, I like how you, be a funny I like video. how you yeah. made fun of me, but you really want to do this stuff. Well, because you're mean do, to me. I do you're mean what to me. You that's wish why. you could. No, exactly. That's fine. <laughs> but you're mean to me, so I have to like retaliate some sort of way, dude. 
That's how this. That's how this chemistry hiding, works. Dude. By hiding who you truly are. Yeah. You're in the closet. No. <laughs> Nerdly you're, nerd, in you're in the nerd closet. In the nerd closet. It's in the okay nerd to be closet. who you are, Brian. I don't watch anime. I don't go to Renaissance's fairs. Renaissance's fairs. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You can identify as whatever you I want. I'll play Brian. Dungeons and Dragons. If you want to, identify- you were like giving so many looks to mine. Like we knew who were like the D and D nerds watching the movie. <laughs> Walk into the restroom. Yeah. This guy with a white <laughs> shirt and red collar, like red, like what is it called? The red lining on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it says like Dungeons and Dragons on there. I walk back into the theater and I look at Renee and I'm just like, dude, I just saw this Dungeons and Dragons in the restroom. Yeah. Hey, what a loser. Freaking loser. You know what, dude? Those popcorn buckets. They were pretty sick. sick. Dude, there was one guy when we walked in the, he like the mall, he bought like four or five. He had a trash bag full yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. I think it was an employee. I, I might. Do you think so? Yeah, a lot Probably. of D&D nerds work at AMC. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah. played D&D after hours. Well, um, in this review, we'll tell you about how badly that theater stank. Because you know D and D nerds. No, we don't. Yes, you do. It's you guys literally had an all spice commercial, dude. Smell like the other space. <laughs> yeah, you want to smell like I know. I, I did think. I did think that was funny that yeah. there was an all spice commercial before the movie. Where do you? And then I t- <laughs> and I turned to Renee and in the mind you in the jokiest way possible. I turned to Renee and I was like, oh. I never, I never knew I wanted to smell like my mom's basement. <laughs> but uh, I'm down. All spies, they, they cracked the code. Yeah. Uh, so there's plenty to discuss uh, on today's issue. But before we get started with comic strips, a uh, quick update. How have you guys been? How's, uh, how's your days, your week? How's everything? I'm still here. Yeah? Yeah. Still yeah. breathing? Still breathing. He hasn't, he hasn't gone. And unfortunately. Yeah. He, hasn't, he hasn't let the demons take over yet. Not yet. <laughs> they linger. But. Uh, no, I had the day off today. That's cool. Oh, yeah. You have the whole weekend off, huh? Yeah. I have a three-day weekend. Yeah. So, so you napped excited. and napped some more Dude, and then fell asleep and napped I, again. I and went to Monica's. <laughs> and napped. No, I haven't, I haven't been to Monica's yet. Oh, she's yeah? at work. Oh, she's at work today. Oh, that's but, right. I was like, yeah, she still works. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I ended up finishing uh, Bad Batch. Ended up catching up on... Uh, you, ever, you ever seen the one, uh, the movie, uh, Bla- I mean, the TV show Blackbird with Black- Taron Edgerton? Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, the one where he goes to jail and then mm-hmm. he's supposed to like make friends with a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I also watched Tetris. How was that? Was oh, that out already? Dude, Tetris is on Apple TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, was it I, good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the heck out of it. It was so much fun. All right, it hasn't been getting positive reviews. So I like Apple it. and Apple TV. Not a lot of stuff. Yeah, know, I like. Gets I mean, reviewed well on Apple TV. It, it's it's an interesting. It's also Apple TV. It's a really interesting story of just because it's in the USSR and just like how exactly the rights were going through where, you know, this one person created Tetris, but it became the property of Russia because it's a communist nation. Yeah. And then Russia didn't want to sell the rights, but people were just stealing the rights and then just marketing it out. It was <clears throat> interesting. Uh, I think it's uh the gaming historian on YouTube. They did uh, a documentary on the history of Tetris yeah. and it goes through all of that. So that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good video to watch. Mm-hmm. Gaming Historian, I think it is. Can you look it up real quick to see if I was right? Yeah. Because um, I really want to shout out that channel. Channel's great because he talks about like the history of Super Mario Brothers. He'll talk about the help. trust us. Huh? Trust me. He doesn't no, he doesn't need our help. But if anyone doesn't know, <laughs> like you know, it doesn't hurt to shout him out because oh, right. their their content's pretty good. Uh, the Tetris History documentary was pretty good as well. So mm-hmm. go give him a watch. And yeah. Tetris is out on Apple TV now. It, it's uh, it's really good, especially like the fight between who exactly gets the. Like who gets um, the rights? The amount of corruption that was going on in Russia that was keeping uh, the gaming historian, gaming yeah. historian, thank gaming you, gaming historian, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, like the the amount of corruption that's going on in the world inside of like Russia at that point, at the near the fall of the Communist Party, uh, it's it was really really good. Cool, I, I enjoyed it, but right. I, I'm also like 
a weird person who likes video game like history and also just history. I mean, I like video game history too. That doesn't make you weird. Some people think that. Well, I I like gaming history, so it doesn't make you weird. Well, next time we'll cuddle and watch it. No, stop. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Tetris. With that said, no, stop. Don't talk to the camera. I'm banning you from talking to the camera. You can't ban me to do it. I'm going to ban you from talking to the camera. Moving on. (laughs) Comic strips. Are we ready to talk about comic strips? Yes. Yes. If you guys aren't familiar with this portion of the show, comic strips is the bit of the show where we talk about topics that don't merit a five to 15 minute conversation. We try to keep everything down to a minimum and make sure that Nick behaves himself and doesn't tangent on into long conversations. With that said, you always... <laughs> I like how last time I was quiet during an interview. No, you still interrupted every time no, I, I mentioned your name. Yeah, no, you always. No, we all talked into discussion on each topic that for yeah, comic yeah. strips. So don't, you, fine. don't you even come No, it's because you tangent on. You're tangenting right now. <laughs> Moving on. Comic strips. Are we ready? Yeah, yes. All right. <laughs> Martin Scorsese's Killer of the Flower Moon has a runtime of about four. Four hours, if you're not familiar with this movie. It will premiere at some festival. I forget the Cannes or Cannes Festival or something like that. Cannes. Cannes? Yeah. Is that what it is? It's I remember the Cannes Film Festival. Cannes Film Festival. Can. I remember Raising uh, Cannes. Raising Cannes. Raising Cannes Festival. Just a bunch of chickens. Well, here's the thing. It's premiering at some festival. They don't know if it's going to be in or out of the competition, and it's going to be an Apple TV movie yeah. that's going to star how? Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. Hang on. Before I make fun of you. No. You already going to make fun of me no i want to know how it's spelled how's how's c-a-n-n-i-s yes no e-s yes so cans yeah it's cans cans okay i don't know why i thought it was an i in there canes the canes field festival they give chicken out to everybody the dog the dog's there from raising canes dude i didn't know snoop dog had his own festival. runtime of four hours this man i swear when will he stop until he's dead next week yeah well you know moving on uh josh friedman uh the writer of avatar way of water is set to write the screenplay for fantastic four yay (laughs) 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 awesome awesome (laughs) another sleep fest guys Um, i just i just read like a possible rumor of what what the Fantastic Four movie is gonna be what like. It? Apparently, it's gonna take place in the 1960s, which is cool, and that they're gonna be traveling from different multiverse to multiverse, and that's what sparks the whole like Secret Wars. I'm down with like that. that. Yeah, I'm sure, down with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sure, whatever. You say that now until the trailer drops, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, it's so cool!" Whoa. Dude. All everything, all the digital's look the same. <laughs> A bunch of blues. Stretchy guy. I remember when I was super excited in, in Marvel, but every movie's kind of the same now. Oh well, it's because you well, know, that's true. I mean, I see, yeah. I see, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, like every movie's kind of the same. Yeah, like there's no, there's no differentiation between the movies. And who knows if we'll see, you know. Jonathan Majors. Yeah, and we don't know. Oh, how, like, I forgot whole, about that piece of whole, news. Yeah, so the whole Kang stuff is like kind of up in the air right now. So from what I've heard. This is what I've heard. This is not facts. Um, that, did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that it is a former ex-girlfriend. Again, nah. rumor. Um, that is basically he, because Jonathan Majors released his text messages mm-hmm. and to the public saying, and it was a text message to the woman that was in the hospital saying, hey, I want to know if you're okay. Just let me know if there's anything I can do, blah, 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 blah. You know, just let me know. I'm here for you if you need anything and stuff like that. 
So those yeah. are the text messages he sent to In the In case woman. you don't know and yeah. you haven't you know, you've been living under a rock, Jonathan Majors was accused of DV. And that's the whole situation. So, if he's but something has in- come out that he is uh, the girl who accused him of this is dropping charges and no longer pursuing. Yes. That's supposedly the last piece of news that mm-hmm. was heard of this. Yeah, the thing is that I don't know how Disney. Me. Damn, oh, dude, good. Jesus Christ! Man. Oh, yeah. Shoot! All right, I really so- try to go away from the camera. It was so loud. No, it was so loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quick fart to put it away. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, yeah, Jonathan Majors, because Disney is very quick to you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, obviously. No, no, Look at James Gunn. Yeah, like, the, yeah. Like, the real, like they're super quick to even if there was just like a like a rumor mm-hmm. about it. Like they're very quick to just kind of go like you're fired. We'll find somebody else. We don't want anything to do with. But you. I think We're they learned with James company. Gunn. James Gunn and they still haven't done anything with she, Brie Larson, which they're still kind of like, they're still doing stuff with her. Okay, but let's, they're retitling the movie. Let's set the record straight. By us talking about this, mm-hmm. we're not defending violence in any by any means. No, first off, it's TV. Get it right. Sure. No, you can't. You can't say it. You can't, you can't say it. Say it. On YouTube, then it gets striked. Wow, that's right. Yeah, that's why you gotta say TV. So you gotta, you gotta bleep yourself. Yeah, you gotta bleep yourself. Oh my gosh! Striking. All right, mark <laughs> it down for me. Right. Uh, so, uh. You know, when it comes down to it, we're not defending it, right? No. We're not. But we're simply looking at this, seeing how it's developing. And it is true. Disney does look at this and say, like, yeah, you're immediately fired from it. The thing is, I think that they've learned from what happened with James Gunn. Because the James Gunn accusations were pretty rough, and he was fair about it and said, like, yeah, these were things that happened years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. right? And then what ended up happening? Disney took him back. So I don't think they're going to act on this and pull the trigger well, that quick. It, it's weird because so far they've already done it. They've done it twice where they've just like immediately fired somebody. They did first one with Johnny Depp. Then again with, uh, what was it? With James Gunn. Uh, James Gunn, they hired back. Supposedly, supposedly they're, uh, they're in talks with Johnny Depp to be in the, in the new uh, Pirates movie. Uh-huh. Apparently. They yeah, are. He's, yeah. He said, though, I think he's done with Disney. But he said that they would have to pay me a buttload. Mm. Like, it, like the money would have to be there mm. in order for me to Johnny Depp. Yeah. Well, he, jo- yeah. Well, now Jonathan Majors has had two contracts dropped by him, which is the U.S. Army because I guess he did the some of the advertising for yes, them and did. stuff. And then there was another one. Um, there was another contract he had. I think it was. Uh, yeah. Um, the U.S. Army one. That's right because he did a uh, commercial for them. Yeah. And yeah. that got dropped immediately. After these accusations. I think think the accusation hit, and then I think within hours, the U.S. Army went, nope. But also, that makes sense, though. We can't, like, even if you have, you have to be squeaky clean. Yeah. Because the U.S. Army already has a problem with DV and all these other issues. You know what? I I saw a TikToker talk about that. They go, that's funny that the U.S. Army decided to do that, where it's... They're very like if you look at the cases, yeah, that have happened in the U.S. They, Army. They like DV is very yeah. Like, Let's not dwell. It's very, it's very yeah. popular inside of the enlisted. Uh, it's not a <laughs> don't say it's popular, dude. It's a very it's a thing to do. It's a, <laughs> Jesus. <God. laughs> All right, let's not dwell on this conversation. Point you're being, you're Jonathan Majors by was the accused, US Army? and now he's like, you know, they're trying to figure things out. Charges have allegedly been dropped. Moving on to more Mar- Marvel news. Also, no, you're I, done. Also, I'm 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 making a terrible joke. I, I, yeah, I, I think we, obviously yeah, you're no already way, yes. yeah, in no obviously. way, shape, or form do I mean anything I say. Yeah, yeah. 
but disclaimer at the disclaimer bottom. Please <laughs> disclaimer. Just a disclaimer at the bottom. We know Nick's not that type of person. Yeah, so yeah. moving on. In other Marvel news, secret invasion screenshots have been released over the last week. So we have a lot of screenshots featuring a lot of the actors that are going to be there. But also a synopsis has been revealed by Twitter page discussing films and Variety Fair. Synopsis reads... Um, it's a Cold War espionage thriller that follows Nick Fury as he uncovers a conspiracy to quietly install double agents into positions of power around the world using scrolls. Pretty much what we already knew. Yeah, that's, I mean, secret, that's the, I'm almost positive that's on the back of the comic. <laughs> I literally pulled it out like that's it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like 90 sure they just got the back of the comic and they put it right there and they were like so Done. It's, wait so is it so it's nick fury using scrolls as double agents i think so, so I think it's not has, I it's think not it's, the scrolls invading us to quietly install double no it's a conspiracy of someone installing uh-huh. scrolls in oh, position so it's of not power nick, okay so, scroll, so scrolls, scrolls have been are being co-opted. used okay. yes okay Someone is convincing the scrolls to take positions of power. It's okay. All it's right. probably Hydra again. It's always Hydra. Well, it was, in the comic books, it was the queen scroll. So, queen I scroll. mean, yeah, sure. But you know, the, Which the was MCU. Woman. But that it was, was a Spider but, Woman scroll. Yeah, but okay, here's, the, here's, my, here's my thing about that. Yeah. Okay, so you have the scrolls as villains in this one. Sure. Mm-hmm. But in the Captain Marvel movie, the entire point was that's exactly that what the scroll, I said when Captain Marvel yeah. came out. I was like, how are you going to do that? Because the if, scrolls are supposed to be the good guys. Yeah, because but, they're, but, but they're that refugees. was a faction yeah. of scrolls. Yeah. That was yeah. those were the refugee factions get, that were left yeah. here. There could be another faction of scrolls coming in here. Saying so it's like, going to oh, be scroll on scroll. It's probably scroll on scroll action. Scroll dude. on scroll so, crime. <laughs> it's the worst kind of crime. <laughs> so who knows? It's interesting. The shots look really good. It does. It does it look actually, like a good yeah. like a good uh, series. So so again, this will tie in with Armor Wars after. Yeah. So whatever. Rhodey is doing in here will we'll bleed well, into Armor Wars. Well, the synopsis for Armor Wars was that start after after the fall of Stark Industries, mm-hmm. his technology has now been uh, co-opted by a lot of other companies, and they're using it for basically misdeeds. Mm-hmm. Like they're using it as weapons of war, and yeah. now he's going out to go collect all of the weapon, all of you know Tony's stuff, so that way it doesn't tarnish his legacy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We're, well, it, it, it's not going to be that long until the series comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah. So I mean, give it a couple months after Mandalorian probably wraps mm-hmm. up, and then we'll probably have Secret Invasion. Just letting you know, uh, in Bad Batch, uh, Krennic was in it. They were Ooh. talking about Krennic, the guy from Rogue One. Oh, we're talking about Operation Stardust. Speaking of Star Wars, Mandalorian. Yeah, I've caught. I'm two episodes behind now. Okay, so okay. really quick, it's it's not even that big of a deal. Yeah, but, but it it's is, a cool cameo. It is. A, it's a cool cameo. Yeah. Uh, Wait, don't tell me. For Mando? Yes. Yes, but it's, it, it's, of, it's of a series you it's, probably it's a series never, you never watched. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. It's uh, So from Rebels, they actually had a Rebels crew member show up on the Mandalorian oh. as a as a, uh, a New Republic Ranger. Ranger. Okay. And it's cool. Ze- for Zeb. It was Zeb. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Well, and the big monkey. Now yeah, more stuff that I like, need to watch. Yeah, he's the he's the big monkey looking dude. Yeah. Which he monkey. looked good. He looked amazing. He looked good for live action animation character put into live action. I was like, oh. oh yeah, I thought it was funny too because I just saw I saw him walk up in the episode yeah. and I was kind of like, that's kind of cool. Like that's awesome that yeah, they, they just have, put like they put pe- one, yeah one of his kind. Yeah. yeah, they put a lizard inside of the inside of Mando and then as soon as I started hearing him talk, I'm like, wait a minute, that's Zeb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to look it up too. I was like, "Wait, what does he look like? Does he have like a purple haze in his yeah. skin?" And he does. And he I'm has like, a purple haze and the beard. Oh, 
yeah, and the beard and everything cool. else. Look at Dave Filoni just wanting to again. Did you throw? <laughs> watch my shit. He's <laughs> like, did you also see that Dave Filoni's in that scene too? Yeah, I saw that. Was he really? Yeah, yeah he because uh, what was it? Dave Filoni, uh, Deborah Chow, and one of the other directors from The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. because they they were rain, they were Rangers of the New Republic in like season two or season one. Uh-huh. So they were also in the bar of like because it's just a Rangers bar. Uh, and so like it's all of them just relaxing drinking and you see Dave Filoni with his cowboy hat and I was like there's Dave there he is there he is nah good for him look have fun I think that's the whole point Star Wars is exhausting like Marvel right now there's just too much of it if these guys that are producing the show and running it if they're having fun then we'll have fun with it too really quick I've had this discussion with another customer because he watches Mando too he and he he put up a good point it's funny because so far fans have been kind of giving negative feedback on mm. these past episodes of Mando. And most of it is just because of how the episodes have been structured. And I think they're perfectly fine personally. I've been enjoying them. I've been really enjoying them because I've been loving you'll I mean, how far are you into it? So the last episode I watched was the one where they uh took the uh the scientists. Oh, the scientist oh, the oh, Empire oh. scientist. What did you think of that yeah, episode? It was weird, but I liked it because it was yeah. very, uh, it was very Andor. I see why people were saying it's very Andor. Yeah, because very story driven. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of action. It was just kind of like, oh, pay attention to the details between two characters. So I was talking about. So to get into that episode really quick, I was like, there's better be a reason why we're getting into this story arc and or this is little it thing. It's explained in this next in this past episode that they just showed this week. Okay, they're they're, yeah. they're talking about how there's a lot. There's a there's an overarching conspiracy that's going on, and it does sound like it's kind of leading more towards Thrawn. Gotcha. Like yeah. we're can, oh well, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we're getting Which closer. And clo- yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're getting closer and closer to having a Thrawn series or anything else because Zeb is said to be in Ahsoka yeah. mm-hmm. with everybody else. So that's gonna be really cool. I love the idea of them going like we need to test Zeb out and yeah. see how people like it. So let's just put him in an episode of Mando and let's. Well, from there. well, the whole Mando arc in general, I really love how they're doing, how they're doing, building up Bo Katan's story arc in this one. Yes, that she, you know they're making her re rethink about all, everything about Mandalore and stuff what it like means that. To be a Mandalorian. Yeah, and it's really that's what I liked about that mm-hmm. end of the last, the last episode yeah. when the clan brings her back in. Yes, because yeah. she technically has better. bathed in the water. Yeah, and I'm better. like, ah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. she's kind of like, oh, there's actual hope like there's a, like a little yeah. bit of hope but you don't know what direction it's headed towards like is she yeah. wanting to seize the power or is she yeah. doing this for that's the a good of Mandor? yeah we don't know next two episodes you're gonna you'll get more and more of that. yeah cool. so it's good i did like how they're treating like she's keeping that seeing the mythosaur to herself yeah like, i do like how she's keeping that to herself she's not she she didn't tell mando she doesn't need to tell mando no it's more of her like well that kind of restored faith i, know, I, thought, for her. I, I exactly. thought it was funny too because when i was when i was watching it and then i was like well, the mythos were pulled pulled him under in the water, and then I was watching it, and they were like, "No, he's just his heavy. Armor. Yeah, his armor. He's just heavy. He's <laughs> all Beskar. Like, yeah, he just fell. Yeah, like, like literally, he what walked what too far, funny, dude, and then he fell <laughs> off. That's the a mythosaur. very Pedro Pascal thing. I, know, like, I just thought that was so funny. Of like, he walked in the water, and he's like mid speech, and then he just goes bloop. <laughs> yeah, and he just falls all the way yeah, down because he's just pure great. Beskar. Oh my god. <laughs> well, so we'll have heavy. Mando conversations once the series wraps up. I yeah, think, yeah, because there's a lot to talk about but it's a weird season i'll put it, it that way it's interesting though because in bad batch they went more into them decommissioning the clones uh-huh. that was a lot of this season and like cl- like what it means to have like clone rights where are the clones going uh the fact that they're really tr- that the emperor 
has an idea to do with the clones. They've already killed the Kaminoans, but how exactly do we steal that technology because the Emperor has an idea? Gotcha. So they're really trying to connect all the dots to Snoke. <laughs> no, really, yeah, that, which makes really, sense. They're really right, trying to we'll, we'll talk yes. Mando uh, at a later that, issue. We'll talk Mando in a later issue. Yeah. This is already a five-minute conversation on Mando, which was not on the list. Sorry. See, you tangented it. I didn't. He did. I did. No, I'm blaming you still, regardless <laughs> of it. Moving on. In movie <laughs> news, uh, there are some casting rumors or casting official uh, people taking over some roles. Uh, Taron Edgerton uh, is returning as Eggsy in the new Kingsman movie. Oh, finally. Yeah, so he's... So we're thought, moving forward. We're from, moving, yeah. from Golden Circle. Yes. And not King's Man. <laughs> not not the King's Man. It's Which a, I honestly would have I wouldn't mind a sequel to King's Man. No, that, that was a good yeah, it was a good, it was good one. It was yeah. a good Kingsman movie. Uh-huh. But I love Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they are moving on with a third the Kingsman yeah. movie. I, w- I was waiting for him in the middle of the movie of like him sword fighting and then out of nowhere just go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, uh, just take the guy out, you know. <laughs> that's it. That's how he stopped World War One. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this one. Uh, they're making a live action Lilo and Stitch movie, and they've confirmed the casting for Lilo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Stitch. That's it. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Oh, it's my dog, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Joey. This is so messed up. <laughs> Why does it automatically have to... I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. He's Warwick Davis, you're right. <laughs> you know what? Warwick Davis actually would be pretty sick. <laughs> pretty no, stage. but Lilo's casted. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's Mia Kaleko or something Kale- like that. Kaleko? Kale- Kaleko, probably. I don't know if she's been it's in sa- anything. It sounds Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian, yeah. Uh, but they've casted uh, Lilo, finally. Good. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez has come out. Um, basically yes. saying that there was a scene in the new Fast movie that was filmed without a director. The scene where her and uh, Charlize uh, Theron are fighting. are fighting was filmed without a director. Quote, bro, like hands down, drop mic. We nailed it. We were there. We don't need a director. Let's do this. That's basically how it was revealed in her interview. That they did not. I'm assuming it's while she was being interviewed for D and D. Probably, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that entire scene was filmed without a director, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it was to pretty see. messy, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't sense. seen the movie yet. No, when but does it I come saw out? the trailer. Oh, it comes out the end of the, uh, April. Out, yeah, it comes out uh, end of April. Cool. So we uh, got to see that, and we got to see Renfield comes out in like two. Renfield, weeks. Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Air. Air. See, um, April is just as bad as March for us. <laughs> Like, well, air comes out. This air week? comes out. No, air comes out the same day as Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's this week. the fifth. Yeah, it's this week. Yeah. Oh, it comes out as this podcast drops. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be so interesting. What do we do? <laughs> do we see? Uh, we watch them all. What do we, we watch? Air? It's we, the we, same we, thing we as Oppenheimer. Feature. We go watch Bombs Drop <laughs> and then we go watch Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we agree with that. I'm looking forward to that opening weekend and then just watching Barbie just skyrocket. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm gonna laugh. No one one wanted to. No one's gonna be like, "What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) How did the blonde Barbie movie beat me?" (laughs) I was about nuclear bombs, real bombs in this movie, dude. God, I destroyed the environment of an entire (laughs) small area. I reminded people about the devastation of atomic bombs. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I win? Well, because you're 
Christopher Nolan. That's why. <laughs> Josh Peck was in this movie. <laughs> how many, I cut him a break. <laughs> how many times do you think the in in Oppenheimer is just gonna be like a swinging shot? And you're just here. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's gonna be from beginning, middle, to end, and then when the bomb drops. Wah. Um. So in quick Power Ranger news, Amy Jo Johnson has confirmed mm-hmm. that her and Jason David Frank have not or did not participate in the production or oh, acting once in, of once, for, once, once and always once and always was it once and always it's once and it once and forever yeah once and forever or once and always yeah. something. something like that uh they didn't partake in this movie not because it for money reasons but for personal reasons that she just doesn't want to share because yeah. apparently this movie was filmed before his death yeah yeah so they revealed which would, that which would make sense yeah I mean, and he was, she, he was heavily in production for the White Dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He, so he also might have just been busy. Yeah. Like, I just can't do it. Not not only that, but also the White... I mean, the White Dragon's getting a theatrical release. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is crazy. Which yeah. is crazy. But Amy Jo Johnson sure. did reveal that she is working in on a uh, Power Rangers comic book for Boom. It's a yeah. uh, pink Ranger-centric uh, that's arc. That's cool. So that's yeah. going to be something to look forward to if you guys I, are interested. I do. Uh, you know what? It could also be that the money just wasn't there. It could have been that she didn't like the story. I mean, she said that it's like maybe it was because I'm 50 years old and don't want to wear spandex. It could be that, I think, too. Yeah, that, too. And plus, there's plenty of other Pink Rangers in the past Yeah, know, that we've had over the years. Yeah. So like She was one of the Rangers that got replaced after yes. yeah, Mighty Morphin. She, she got replaced by a cat named Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's that piece of I news. Think Catherine's the one that's in the movie. Isn't yeah, it? that's yeah. the Pink Ranger they go with. Yeah, uh, that's the same Pink Ranger that was in Turbo, isn't it? That's so yes. from no, at, at least in comic, no, book lore, in, oh. so in comic book lore. So in comic book lore, that's who Tommy ends up with. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, but in general, yeah, that in in the show, uh-huh. she, which one? Because she's at the very end of the run of the Mighty Morphin, and then she goes into. Turbo. Yeah, she. Well, no, she goes, I'm sorry. She goes. She goes into. She's in Zio. Yes, she's in Zio, and then she goes Zio, into Turbo. Goes into Turbo. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense that he, Tommy gets with her. Yeah. Oh, and Power Rangers is around. in April too. Mm-hmm. Power Rangers is in April too. Yeah, but oh on yeah. Netflix. We can watch that whenever. Yeah, but I'll watch it during. I mean, the release, like, so. obviously, we are going to watch it, but it's not like a theater movie. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's not. It's not. <laughs> in video game news. E3 is officially canceled and will be on permanent hiatus for Shocking. the future. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not surprising. But with the death of one comes the revival of another. Sonic the Hedgehog releases a new video game, surprise, surprise, that is free on Steam. Sonic Adventure? It is the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. It's what? The murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. So what's the plot? You just, are you going You're trying, trying to, to figure out how Sonic, Sonic got murdered. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's a game that's developed and published by Sega. I'm not joking. It's free on Steam. It's free on Steam right now. It's free on Steam right now. I want it. Yeah. I didn't I thought it was fake. Uh because uh we actually had her on the show a couple couple I think about a year ago. Cece, she posted it on her Instagram, uh, that Sonic the Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog uh was a game. It's like, oh well, Sonic's dead now. And I'm like, what the heck? Look it up and it's for real. The murder of Sonic oh, yeah. the Hedgehog. Yeah. IGN right here. And it's like a story oh telling. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god! It's great. He, he's inside out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his tail's the detective. That's yeah, dope. Yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Oh, look at Knuckles. He's like, uh, yeah. yeah. He's the of course, man. Knuckles is the cool guy. Come on, you can't. Well, I didn't do it. He's like, <laughs> Knuckles is like, I didn't do it. I just blew him. That's crazy. Uh, Legend Someone of Zelda, my darling Sonic. Tears oh, yeah. of the Kingdom. You've never played Breath of the Wild, huh? No. No, but you've played. 
played Breath of the Wild. Tears of the Kingdom had a gameplay trailer thing mm-hmm. or premiere of like how it was going to be playing. I think the only mechanic they really showed off was the fact that you can build weapons with things around you and build yeah. vehicles that'll make you travel faster. That's it. The game still pretty much looks the same one, like the same as a uh, Breath of the Wild. The 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 fact that they they added that crafting mechanic is interesting in a Link game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, it didn't get me excited for it. Cool. Uh, we get another Breath of. The Wild. I, I wasn't a fan of Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm still Twilight Princess, Minish Cap, and uh, yeah. dog. Yeah. Twilight Princess, those, Minish Cap, well, the, and uh, Wind Waker. Those have yeah. like a enclosed kind of narrative, while Breath of the Wild is like just so open. That was my problem. Yeah. That was and my I big think, problem. And I think on paper, the idea is cool. Like Legend of Zelda open world. Like, yeah. Cool. But the thing is that I really, see, I really liked like Twilight Princess mm-hmm. because it, it added the new mechanic of like, oh, you turn into a dog yeah. or you like, it, it's, it, it just added these like little cool things where it's like, you can only achieve this as your altered self. Or, it kept you on pace too. Yeah, like yeah. you didn't have to diverge yourself to go figure some stuff out. Like yeah. Minish Cap, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess all have the same mechanic where it keeps you on a path mm-hmm. very linear, but you have this ability to travel or traverse through two different worlds. Like yes. in Minish Cap, you can be very Minish and traverse the world as like a tiny micro little Link yeah. or as Big Link, mm-hmm. right? Twilight Princess, same thing. You can traverse the world from the Twilight Zone all the way over to like the regular world as a wolf or regular. And then Wind Waker, the world's open to you, but you have to complete the map and still go through this linear path of trying to figure out why they took I mean, no, ma- no matter what, inside of a Zelda game, you always have to go to the temples at least twice. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I mean, no matter what. That, that, yeah, that's yeah. just a thing that happens. Yeah. But you are right. I, I do think, I, I feel like at a certain point, Wind Waker is, there's just so much to do. Yeah, the world is so expansive, but the thing is that it's also kind of empty. Yeah, like, and I feel like that's the problem with a lot of the Switch games that are open world, like even Arceus. Arceus felt empty. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like very well populated. It doesn't feel anything else. Even the new, even Scarlet and Violet. Oh, you're it, talking about the Pokemon game, Pokemon Legends yeah. Arceus. Yeah, I was like Arceus. No, I'm talking about just in general these <laughs> open Legends world. Legends well, Arceus. No, <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm talking about these open world games yeah. that Nintendo is developing. The Switch can't really process. It's running a really like seven, like, eight year old cell phone processor. I know, and that's why it can't process populating all of these you know, all these sprites yeah. to really make it feel alive because there's sections of breath of the wild where you're just like, I haven't seen an enemy in like 10 minutes. You're just like, basically <laughs> walking like through walking. a desert. Yeah. The same, thing, yeah. same thing in Arceus too, where you just see patches of like Pokemon just everywhere. And then you'll go, you'll start walking and you won't see anybody for like, five no. Minutes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it happened. We'll see what more gets revealed uh, because this game comes out in May. So mm-hmm. we'll see what else happens. Uh, last bit of uh, gaming news. I'm excited for this one. Mario Brothers comes out next week, right? Okay. Who is playing Donkey Kong? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, right? What is the most popular Donkey Kong thing for the old school people? Donkey Kong Kongs. No, Donkey Kong Country. Okay. Mm-hmm. The DK rap, dude. Are you talking about the bo- the bongos? No. That's, no, that's, that's jungle whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's that one. No, I'm talking about DK rap, dude, for that's, the N64. That's I thought it was Donkey Kong. Okay. Oh my god. Donkey Kongs. Dude. I think it was Donkey Kong Conga. Conga? Was it? Is it Conga? I don't know. I remember doing that. Yeah, was the Conga. Yeah. That was a good game. No, but DK Rap. Have you guys not heard of the DK Rap? If you, Are if you guys I, serious? I don't yeah. remember it if I do. Yeah. Okay, we'll play it afterwards. It was for the N64. Was it inside Donkey it, Kong Country? No, it was in Donkey Kong 64. If my video store oh. didn't have it, then I'd never played it. 
I, I rent I rent all my N64 games at the well, time. Well, now my excitement's store. dead because I was excited for DK Rap to be in this, and it are is. You, are you calling? Are you talking about the DK Donkey Kong? Yeah, that one. It's the baddest of the. That yeah, one? that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, in yeah, the yeah. movie. It's apparently in that movie. It's it's, in... it's how Donkey Kong's gonna be introed. Okay, that's oh, kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, so that's I'm like cool. I'm hyped for it. Mm-hmm. Last piece of news for comic strips before we move on. Uh, we've actually got some real science nerdy news in this week issue so that's gonna be something skip it <laughs> <laughs> um are you talking about how elon musk and no forget what? that guy uh a giant hole around 18 to 20 earth sizes wide yeah uh has appeared on the sun mm-hmm. it'll be sending out solar winds about 1.8 million miles per hour in our direction will not cause structural damage but it'll cr- uh, create some auroras to basically pop in the sky where it hasn't appeared before so that's going to be interesting. It's the end of the world. Everybody make out with oh, everybody. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for people to like look up at this guy. It's like, ah! <laughs> the sky's rainbow in that night. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to send an electronic pulse. People with peacemakers are just going to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. <laughs> I like how you were saying like Nick's too dark. And then you're over here going yeah. like, just people Death. drop. <laughs> <laughs> and we missed out on a multi-million dollar idea because mathematicians have discovered a new shape. <laughs> and what is it? It's called the hat. What? It's a 13-sided polykite that's also an Whoa, periodic you can't say that, right? <laughs> Dude. Bleep it. Yeah. You gotta bleep that. Why? <laughs> 4132. That's what that's what it says on here. <laughs> That's, that's your personal notes. I'm trying to read the last part. We don't, we don't agree with what he just said. <laughs> whatever that whatever yeah. that polygon is, that's yeah. its own business. I mean, is we're not in 1940s. That's okay? also <laughs> a periodic monotile. <laughs> really? Do you know what that even means? Don't I don't really want to look up what you just said either. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. The shape of the hat. Dude, it literally looks like a hat. Basically, the shape can cover an entire surface with multiple copies of itself. And it's never been discovered and before. It's the shape of a hat. It's the shape of a hat. Hatchet? <laughs> <laughs> the hat shape. Okay, now hold on. Let's see. News? New, you you got to put new, new shape. New, new shape discovered. <laughs> UK new third. You're looking up an NPR article. <laughs> Does it have a picture? It's just like <laughs> why would <laughs> you're doing a you're doing a story on a shape. There's no and there's picture. no picture of yeah. the shape. Is this the dude, shape? That's the shape right there. That's not a hat. Dude, that's a hat, dude. It's a hat with two dents. First off, that's two boots. <laughs> <laughs> that's two Italy's together. That's two boots. Just saying. Dude, imagine the person who figured this out. Like what were they doing the entire they were time? Dude? Smoking weed. That's what they were doing. <laughs> drawing lines on they paper. They were smoking weed and just like drawing lines. That's squiggles. <laughs> that's a, that is not a shape. That's so, squiggles. So this, you know how so. I feel like this shape was created? They were drawing that cool S we all drew in elementary school, <laughs> and, and then, then they up. like missed the line somewhere. It's like oh, I just discovered the shape, dude. How is this a shape? I, it apparently it's a shape. Sure, whatever. Dude, if we would have been squiggling on paper, we could figure it out. The next I, thing we have to do dude, is like, make a shape that's 20 sides big. I'm like 90% sure I've made that before. <laughs> like just doodling. Like just doodling. Because I didn't think it was a shape. I thought it was me scribbling. <laughs> I'm like 90% sure I've drawn that before. We can figure a shape out. 
Yeah, we could just draw a penis <laughs> and call it a shape. Really draw your shape right now. <laughs> Damn it, the pen won't work. <laughs> Oh my god, that wraps up comic strips while yeah. Nick tries to figure out his shape. Shape. Where? What do you call that? Angel. <laughs> it looks like you tried to draw the, the England flag. You <laughs> <laughs> just failed. So, <laughs> I thought it kind of looked like a glove. <laughs> what is that, for the guy from Scary Movie 2? <laughs> like, it's my strong it's head. It's my strong head. <laughs> All right, that wraps up comic strips for this week. Renee, can you fill us in on what happened in the world of wrestling this week? No, because it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay, yeah. Obviously, we can't talk about WrestleMania because upon recording, it is Friday. We can talk. We can assume what happened. We can assume. I'm really quick. I really think as the main card event, I think Cody Rhodes is going to win. I want Cody Rhodes to win. Pull up the two uh, the two cards because it's interesting how they split them up. So yeah, so again, this is upon recording that we th- just so released. So the first card on Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So the main event on Saturday will be John Cena versus Austin Theory for the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. He's trying to read it, dude. John Cena, Austin Theory. He's a new guy, but he's Why been. Does the fan say her, her. No, it's uh, it's um, H L R. That's a U. <laughs> That's an L. That's the hat, dude. Oh, it is an L. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't look like you. Can you let him read the rest of the card? This yeah. is why I mean that you tangent, dude. It looked like you. Okay, and then you got Charlotte you Flair up. versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. This is the Saturday card. This is just Saturday. Uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. Yeah. Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Okay. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. That's a Saturday card? It's a Saturday card. That's a weird one. And then this is just a uh, it's a three-way tag team match. Brian Strom, Ricochet versus the Street Profits which has Air Air um Air Montez. Air Montez on it. Oh, before you move on yeah. to the Sunday card, mm-hmm. real quick, to the person that came up to us or came up to Renee mm-hmm. and said that there were some things that oh, yeah. you know we could have, you know, maybe been a little, a little more accurate with, mm-hmm. we apologize. Oh, yeah. In all seriousness, we apologize. We're new to the world of wrestling. We just are coming back to we're, it. Exactly. So we're gonna be rusty. So yeah. if let me say this. If there is something that we said that was wrong, feel free to comment down below in the YouTube video to let us know what we said wrong and help us correct it. What the hell are you, what the, what are you miming? That you were wrong about me. <laughs> you may be wrong sometimes. You know what? Also comment down below when Nick's wrong about some Star Wars stuff. Just humble him down a little bit. Yeah, but no, feel free to comment down below. We're, we're, we're new, we're learning. We want to know more, so go ahead. Street Profits versus Alpha Academy <laughs> versus uh, the Viking Raiders. Oh, that was funny. Uh, and then this is Sunday. I'm going to read from the bottom to the top. Okay. So it will Sunday will start with Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shozy versus Ronda Rousey versus and Shawnee versus Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green. That's okay. a also another tag team women's champ women's re- wrestling match. Brock Lesnar versus Omos, Edge versus Finn Balor and Hell in a Cell. Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus in a triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Then you got 
uh, Bianca Blair versus Akusa for the Raw Women's Championship. And then our main event is Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. All right. Honest question. Hair, Cody Rhodes' hair looks pretty dope. Oh, yeah, it's, he it's dyes his hair now because his dad used to have blonde hair too. Question for you. Yeah. Which day looks more exciting for you? you I'm going to say Saturday. Saturday is very fun. It's a fun day. So I, I I will say this. So for Saturday, I won't be bored. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna have like a. I'm gonna be like, oh god. It's this are, you, match. are you gonna ch- are you gonna check out for the Logan Paul match? No, I'm gonna tune in for that one because I feel like it won't be long. I'll be surprised if it's long because I do think that Logan Paul is gonna do some high flying stuff. Oh yeah. And then you're gonna you're gonna have Seth Rollins just like stomping on his head at the end of the match, which is a scary move by the way. You've seen Seth Rollins finishing move. He like as soon as they're like getting up like this, he literally gets his his foot and stomps on their. Oh, head. he curb stomps him. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so scary because I'm super afraid he's gonna do it wrong and just snap someone's neck. Did you see the Instagram post that WWE posted on this week where they uh, showed off Brock Lesnar's attempt to do like a a somersault off yeah. the the wire or off yeah. the off the top turnbuckle? Yeah, he did he that like, WrestleMania 19. And he failed, and his neck hit the ground first. He his neck first. Yeah. Yeah. He says uh, he always wants – every time at WrestleMania, he always wants to have that high WrestleMania moment. Yeah. And he says he'll do anything to do it, you know. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be surprised because I think what they're doing is that with Brock Lesnar, they want him to pick up Omos and basically F5 him and stuff like that. Yeah, which yeah. – They haven't shown him pick him up yet because he's so big. He's taller than um, – Omos is taller than Shaq. Yeah. Which he's a huge dude. He's a heavy dude. He's like 500 pounds, I think. It'll be an interesting – WrestleMania because I was always under the belief that Sunday cards were the bigger ones. Please, please, thank you. Yeah, jerk, get out of here. Lock the door. No, just kidding. (laughs) Um, No, but I was always under the belief that Sunday cards were the bigger ones. Sunday cards, so it does. So WWE, as of the past five years of WrestleMania, they like to switch things up. Yeah, Uh, they had for the first time. I think it was a couple years ago. They had the for the first time ever. It was a women's championship match was the main main event uh-huh. to end WrestleMania, which was cool. Well, that was really cool. And um, they also do where they also had like a main like uh, what you would think would be a main event match mm-hmm. start WrestleMania like a championship match. And I think it was like it was Bobby Lashley versus Drew Drew McIntyre. Thank you. <laughs> it was uh, it was Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre that opened WrestleMania. Yeah. So much. And um, so they like, again, they like to switch things up. I knew that the Hell in a Cell match was going to be on Sunday. Well, yeah, that's the that's a big one. Yeah. That's the celebrity. I didn't think that the John Cena and Austin Theory was going to be a Saturday match. I think it's because it's a jam-packed WrestleMania because there's so many things going on mm-hmm. this year that it's like, how do we fit everything in there? To that's me, amazing. the big ones are <clears throat> obviously John Cena versus Austin Theory, mm-hmm. Logan Paul versus Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins, and that one's kind of like a minor exciting – it's a yeah. minor one to be excited for. The Rey Mysterio Dominic Mysterio match? Yeah, so that's funny because when so when Saturday starts, that's going to be the second match. How much do you want to bet that that story bleeds into the Rhea Ripley versus uh, Charlotte Flair? It might, right? It, it just might because so if think... if Rhea Ripley loses that match against Flair, yeah, that's a big blow to oh, Judgment she's not Day. Be happy? Yeah, she's not going to be happy about that. And if Dominic loses to Rey, mm-hmm. then what is left over from that? You know, I don't know. We could see the end of Judgment Day by this by WrestleMania. I don't think the end. I I think we're gonna see. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Maybe I you think... should be watching wrestling, Nick. All right, 
Maybe that way you can be invested. I have to watch everything else you won't. Okay. So so then I'm watching stuff <laughs> that you won't either. All right? Bad it's not that I won't. Yeah, I know. I have all the other nerdy things that we have to watch <laughs> that you just Ted refuse Lasso. to. Yeah. yeah. I miss Ted Lasso, man. <laughs> I want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> who's the, uh, who's the, the guy that's uh, from, um, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, Seamus was supposed to fight him. It was the uh, that that match for the Intercontinental Championship. Is it? That's on Sunday. Drew McIntyre, Gunther. Gunther, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. So originally, so they they did that whole thing Gunther. where it's like Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the number one contender spot for the Intercontinental Championship against Gunther. Yeah. I don't know why that's... Gunther doesn't sound like a wrestler's name. <laughs> Dude, he's pretty badass. It's that John sounds... Cena versus Gunther. Gunther, the Undertaker <laughs> versus the Gunther. Gunther. <laughs> Dude, that setup was pretty sick. That was pretty good. Because, yeah. that, dude, the way that it was set up, mm -hmm. so that way, who was it? The uh, the not the CEO, but the oh the um, <clears throat> the like wrestling associate manager or something. Something like, like that. He's like, yeah. yeah. So you messed up by interfering with this match mm -hmm. that was supposed to decide your opponent. Yeah. I am now making it official that you're gonna face them both in yeah. a three way fight. And I'm like, that's yeah. freaking dope, dude. Yeah, triple threat matches are fun. Yeah. I like them. They're really cool. I, I, I mean, like who who doesn't like a three way? So it's like, yeah. but uh, space <laughs> 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 too much. It's too much. It's too much. I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't space up my. I, barely, I barely know to do with one person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final thoughts. Final I mean, thoughts. Final thoughts. I'm really excited for WrestleMania this weekend. Um, you were excited. I, why was I? Oh, because yes, you'll I be was, watching yes. it this weekend. Upon recording, I am excited for watching WrestleMania this weekend. And um, no, but I'm wondering what will come out of it okay because not only that you know i'm excited just to watch it but i'm also excited to see where they're moving on from here yeah you know how what's, what's gonna happen after what stories didn't finish in wrestlemania yeah. to continue on because they usually do that they wrap everything up from the whole wrestlemania story arcs in backlash yeah which is another pay-per-view event yeah it'll be interesting i'm it's on one peacock, right? yeah it's yeah be on peacock? yeah you can watch it on peacock it starts around like five o'clock i think i know uh lucas is going tomorrow Oh yeah, that's right. Does the ticket get you both days or just one? You can buy both I, I'm tickets. Not, it's yeah, it's I'm like not a, sure, but I know I do know he might have gotten both. Oh, I think. Oh yeah, I'm because I know he, he also because I know he also went to a couple of pre events too. If oh yeah, that was happening on Friday. Yeah. If WrestleMania 40 is in Los Angeles again, mm -hmm. you guys want to go? Yeah, I'm down. Or somewhere, ask, or somewhere. I think they're gonna do. So what I've noticed is that whenever they do a big event like this, they some in the mid year they do circle back to California or they circle back to the like same oh, state. Yeah. So I'm assuming maybe SummerSlam. Yeah, so, I'm down for a SummerSlam. I'm down. Yeah, same. Yeah, we, we can got, we can make a sign. I know. We just we just need to. Oh man, can we make a sign? Like yeah. keep up with the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put a big old QR code. <laughs> Scan me. <laughs> Dude, I, I think they'll take you. I think they'll take it down. I no, so. they no, don't. They, no, no. Yeah, there's there's a couple if people. If it's a promotion like that, yeah. Oh well, it yeah. If it's an unknown promotion, but we can like make it clever, like not scan yeah. me, but be like, you scan know, keeping it with the nerds, like some, you know. Yeah, keep it up with nerds at Ledrea Ripley. Yeah, no. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I I miss going to wrestling events, dude. The other one that's really good is is Lucha. That and then I've heard AEW has been pretty good lately. AEW is pretty good. Mm -hmm. AEW is. Do, do you want to go to uh, Lucha, uh, which on Lucha Vavum? Let's do WWE first. It's 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 Lucha wrestling with uh, burlesque dancing. No, I'm good. <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> 
Hey, man, that sounds awesome. All right. And it's, and it's a brunch. God, man. Why do you, <laughs> why you, why always, do you, you always find stuff with like a twist? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? It's like, oh, yeah, let's go to the strip club. There's a smokehouse there. <laughs> Dude, you want to go to a, a dueling piano bar? Yeah. But every time you lose, you got to lose a piece of clothing. <laughs> I'm sorry I know. Which I have fun in L.A. <laughs> oh, just no. saddies. We're not sad. We're just Don't. like, it's funny. How you... I go out and adventure. <laughs> How does that I adventure explore. go? You get yeah. real drunk one night and then just roam the streets of Los Angeles hopes that you find something? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. There you go. Our big topic for this issue, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. All right. So, if you have not seen the movie... Roll initiative, uh, Oh, my God. Why do you have to cuss? I didn't. I didn't. What did you say? I said, fuh. <laughs> You're so stupid, dude. Why do you want us to roll? Because you have to roll initiative to speak. Oh, oh my God, dude. It's not lying. So, you, if you have not seen you get, the movie... Would you get roll? I'm not going to roll. I'm trying to tell people. Can you roll the, the dice, please? <sighs> I got a 15. Cool. Right. Yeah. Then you get to speak. I get to speak. Then he does. <laughs> I got a three. I got a five. Losers. All right. If you, oh, have, no, <laughs> if you have not seen Dungeons and Dragons yet, which has come out in theaters as of last Friday, uh, go ahead and watch it. Then come back to the show. Let us know what you guys think in the comments down below. Uh, there are going to be massive spoilers for this movie coming up because we do have a huge D&D nerd. We can smell his musk. You can Yay! actually smell the musk. Uh, coming through your screen right now or through whatever speakers you're listening to this uh, show on. Yeah, there you go. See, you smell it? <laughs> it smells like loser. <laughs> you wish you could play D&D. &D. You I don't wish. have friends to play D&D &D with. And that just made everything sad. They're sad. <laughs> They're like, I don't have any friends. Yeah. I just you know what? I, <laughs> I don't have the patience. You know what my D&D &D &D was? It was Elder Scrolls because I didn't have friends to like play an actual campaign. I wasn't, dude. Quite I literally had to play it is not freaking video thing. games because no one would play Dungeons and Listen, Dragons. Listen, I understand dude. you were lonely. Okay, I was I lonely. It. I get it. And then Andy came and then you were less lonely. <laughs> just a little <laughs> less lonely. <laughs> No, nah, it's a kid, we're kidding, Andy. We love you. <laughs> She's like, what does that mean? <laughs> Speak now. It means the demons. <laughs> what? Speak. What were, you, what were we going to say? Oh, it's your turn. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, no, it, I, I really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun. Uh, they they had enough they had enough D&D stuff to keep a D&D &D fan happy. Like you can see things that were going on in the movie where you were like, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know that spell. Up. I know he this." He was shut up in fear. He was like, <laughs> throughout the whole movie, yeah. dude. <laughs> I was telling I you, I was just, I was just calling stuff out. Yeah. I was just like, "Oh, cool. Oh, that's that's that. that makes sense." You were oh, so yeah, pissed sitting next to him. I'm, si I'm <laughs> like, sitting next to him. And I'm like, shut "I'm laughing, up, dude." No, I'm laughing because, like, I'm laughing because I'm thinking. Brian would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, shut up, dude. He's like, no, because then he, because then he would like, I would, I would get there yeah. like two minutes before the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I would be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, what? And then they would then explain it in the movie and he's yeah. like, oh, okay. I get, I, okay. You, you knew that before. Yeah. <laughs> so here was the thing about this movie. The first thing I said, I think we dropped you off first. Uh, when I said this after, because Nick, uh, Andy, and I were having this conversation, yeah. that the movie was not advertised to explain the story the way it was. No. Because the way that the advertisements kind of portrayed the story is these guys stole something for the wrong people, and now they have to fix it. That wasn't what this movie was about. No, yeah. They really kind of like, you know, 
advertised it in a way different way than what you expected. I yeah. feel like whoever who, whoever they had do the advertising, they were like summarize the movie in like five lines, mm. which is fine because like, because in reality it, they're not lying. We yeah. stole something that we shouldn't have. And then uh, the wrong people got power. The wrong people got power, and now we need to sit. And now we need to make it right. Boom! That's all we needed to know. Mm -hmm. I'm in on the on the adventure. Let's go. Let's go for this campaign. Yeah, and it wasn't a bad story because, like we mentioned this before on previous issues, this movie has a 91% critic score and like a 93, 94. I think it's like still in the 90s for critic scores, which is surprising for a movie that is based off a board game. A like kind of like it's tabletop. It's a, it's a role playing. Game. It's a role playing game, right? And it's kind of weird. But you and I said this when we were uh, when we were driving home. It's interesting because they didn't really focus so much on the Dungeons and Dragons aspect of it. They really just wanted to take like elements of Dungeons and Dragons and make a good story campaign out of it. Yeah, it's ninety percent and ninety one. Yeah, and it's certified fresh. Yeah, and no, but, that's a certified. That's a fresh. That thing was picked off the tree. Yeah, the the thing is, is that for this movie, or the vine, excuse for, me, for this movie, it really is one of those things of they they really did go with the critical role method of doing this of going. We're going to give you a setting. We're going to give you a world. We're going to give you a task they need to complete. And we're going to give you very interesting characters mm-hmm. that are all kind of flushed out, and they're all very fun, and you kind of care about all of their journeys. Do you guys remember the previous Dungeons and Dragons movie? Before? Oh, you there mean Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. The one yeah, with, I remember that one. No, the one with uh, Marlon Wayans came out in 2000. There was a Dungeons and Dragons movie? Is it actually Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, it's yeah, Dungeons it's, and Dragons. It, yeah, there's it's like a oh. 10. Wow. Okay, yeah. anyway. But they, but they did they did the critical role thing. Where yeah. They, where you're more interested in the characters and their families and what they have to do in this world and less worried about oh you know this D D lore this is this this is that i mean there's a lot of lore spills inside of the movie and it's and it keeps you engaged though for you were you engaged during those lore spills i during those lore? lost a lot of attention when they kept referencing names of locations as if like i knew where it was and i'm like i'm trying to figure out what they're talking about i asked i told that uh renee do well with, with uh game of thrones no, I, of course do, I wouldn't. They, no. do that, they do that a lot in games. Of, of course I would, but I told Renee, I'm like, the only thing I knew was Baldur's Gate, and that's because there's a video game out for it. <laughs> and then what they were introducing, there was a scene where they tried to save a cat child from a fish's mouth, yeah. and in my head, I'm just like, oh, Elder Scrolls, that's a Khajiit, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lizard judge, oh, that's an Argonian. You know, that's that's how I, like, reference well, any of these inside things. Inside of D&D, it's lizard folk, dragon, which, dragonborn, Eric Cochran. There, there's a bunch what? of wow. Eric Cochran. <laughs> Why are we seeing so many weird things? Today, I know, jeez, man. That was, the, that was the bird person. Yeah, that was that was the whole bird person. That was Jonathan, dude. Yeah, that was jo- Jonathan. I love the beginning part. Jonathan is an like, Aaron Cochran. Yeah. But we approved your pardon. Yeah. yeah, I just I, really think Jonathan would really understand. Like my backstory story. really yeah. has a lot to yeah. do with him. Yeah. So you know, if I have to retell this, yeah. like that, that would just be onward. It's like okay, you know, so it's like sh- Jonathan. He's like. <laughs> It's great. And you know what? Honestly, uh, Chris Pine really does sell being kind of like the leader of this merry band. Yeah. He, I, I really do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it in the car on the ride home. Mm-hmm. Of if they were to make a sequel, they could do it where it's like, oh, this, these are anthologies. We're yeah. just going to, it's in the same world and we're just going to follow and we're going to follow around. But I, the more interesting thing is to see where these characters go. Yeah. 
you know, now because now they're heroes. Now they're the mm-hmm. heroes of Everwinter. Now they, which are, he he's a hero with the Harpers mm-hmm. and everything else. So it's kind of like, oh, cool. Like, what, the, the what probably, do they do now? They'll probably do, like, the whole classic, like, oh, yeah, well, uh, you know, a a evil entity awakens from a long, long, long time ago and stuff. And now they have, they're like the only ones that can do anything or people trust them to stop it. So it's interesting to have this, like this party already established. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause Nick was like going back to what Nick was saying in terms of like how we can make this an anthology, the sequel, of course you have to have the Hollywood aspect of it of bringing back every character. So that way audiences can be comfortable going back to a second Dungeons and Dragons movie. You need to have them all back for the audience to have any form of attention. Not only that, but then to spike up the sales of, or the interest of the first movie Mm -hmm. so that when the second movie is coming out, people can rent it or buy it or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's back in the news and that, you know, it's self-advertisement. I wouldn't mind it being like five or six, like five, five to eight years later. And then his daughter, now has her own group and then you know now you're seeing the daughter's journey and you her get a new party a and those people now we follow their adventure you get a third movie it's a different a different faction or a different group going on their adventure in the fourth one it's a huge dungeons and dragons adventure but with characters from these other factions and groups now they're meeting it's not all of them coming together but always, it's only like maybe pull one from here pull one from there yeah. so on and so forth because then you can always have like oh we're only going to have chris pine and um what was it? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. They're the two leaders of this Ed new... Ed and Olga. Yeah, Ed and Olga are going to be leading this new group of adventurers. And they're, it's on a training mission or something yeah. like that. And it gets far out of hand. Yeah. And something else. Because that's an interesting plot for a movie as well. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to seeing where the future of this mo- of, of this series goes with a 91 and people going to go see it and enjoying it. It's going to get a sequel. It's going to get yeah. greenlit. Is this yeah. the only Hasbro's movie that has like been super successful? Because I was thinking about another like. Game. Wouldn't that also be trans? Wouldn't that also be Transformers? Yeah, but it's that's yeah. based off a like a cartoon. It's more based know, off a toy. Toy a toy no, line. Yeah, it's like it's, Battleship. <laughs> Battleship was no, a board game. Um, I think moving forward, I think when the first Transformers movies came out, they weren't advertised as based off of Hasbro Transformers. It was a but story. Now, but now moving forward, they are now based off of Hasbro Because they're going like, ju- looking just like the original. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to get these toys? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and they, they make they those are. toy lines, and yeah. And they're making them like the specific colors that they were when they first came mm-hmm. out, and mm-hmm. they're making them like directed more towards them. But I do think that for Dungeons and Dragons, there's a lot of things that you can do. There's a lot of characters that you can do, and there's a lot of... Ca- places that all these characters can go like the fact that they went to the everdark is pretty insane like that's nobody goes there it's like going to hell yeah (laughs) what i will say is i really like how this movie took the approach of making it comfortable for normal people that don't know anything about dungeons and dragons they're going into this movie going in like oh well i don't know anything about this role-playing game but you still get a pretty good story with a great ending with you know a lovable cast and if you know something about Dungeons and Dragons, you can still catch on to certain elements of it. Like, I've never played a full campaign of D&D. You know, I've never been a dungeon master. Andy has never participated in anything D&D, but she knows the rule sets and how to, like, play it a little bit here and there. So there was a scene towards the end of the movie where Olga picks up a potato and throws it at, uh, what's his name again? The, the con man? The forge. Mm-hmm. Throws it at the forge, and she leans over, and she's like... Was that a was that a twenty? And I'm like, yeah, that was a great twenty. That was, so she got that uh, reference. Yeah, it was, yeah. that, that was, and I thought it was funny because they did have ex- perfect examples of what like a nat twenty would be, like the nat twenty with the potato, yeah, or a natural, like a, just a, a nat one of 
when he's performing, <laughs> oh, and, then his, yeah. and then his illusion just immediately starts imploding yeah. on itself, and he starts Simon's looking all weird. Simon's book gets stuck in, the, in a, like a hole. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's when you roll a one. That's when you yeah. roll a one to pull your foot out, and then it's just like, oh, no, just everything's going bad. <laughs> <laughs> every, or you roll a one on your performance, and it's just, and the performance just goes to hell and it's like not great so i and i, I i've been in those situations playing D D, of having those situations of going like this is gonna look so awesome and then you roll and you get like a nat one and they're like this is not gonna be fun bud. <laughs> even there's there's even like small references to like how you would play dungeons and dragons when they go in to find the helmet of uh disjunction yeah i think is what it's called and you know the uh thane who's a paladin who's a part of the hatchers is it? Yeah, the, yeah, he's part of the Hatchers. Yeah, he's part of the Hatchers Guild, the one that basically introduced uh, Ed into and says like, oh, you have to uphold whatever you your what he's, you know your word and stuff. Going, he's going back towards the Harpers. Yeah, oh, Harpers, not Hatchers, the Harpers. He's not part of the Harpers Guild, like Guild or anything like that, but he knows of them. He knows of them. Yeah, and so he starts explaining the rules on how to cross this bridge, and it's literally like a thirty second dialogue of saying like, "Oh, you have to make sure that once you step on a, a tile, that's only the odd number of tiles, and you have to step right, then left, then forward, then all this other stuff." And when you get halfway towards the bridge, you now have to start stepping on the even numbers, but you have to do these sorts of things. It sounded like a DM trying to explain. Yeah, and then Simon puzzle. just goes like, "I'm just gonna walk forward." Walks forward, entire bridge collapses, and it's like, "Well, then you messed up the progression." Yeah. And you said it best. It's like, okay, when someone messes up the progression and DM still needs these characters to progress, you then just throw them an item and say, like, this is how you could progress forward, which ended up happening when Olga finds out, oh, there's this walking stick that he took from this house. Yeah. And, that it's, always ended up an, being... and it's always an optional. Yeah. Like, whenever they do that, it's always like an optional item or it's always like this, like, artifact that you find and you don't really know what it is. And then you have to find somebody that knows what it is. Yeah. So, so it, it's it plays itself well to people who don't know anything about D and D, who might know some stuff about D and D, and for people that really are into D and D, which Renee has explicitly said that you just wouldn't shut up about. <laughs> I, uh, yes, <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't shut up about it. It was that I I just enjoy because I I've. <laughs> I've I've been in those moments of. Did you smell his swamp ass afterwards? No, that was someone else. No, I I just thought no because it was because as somebody who's played D and D for a couple for years now, is that I've I I remember those moments when I first got those items when I first got introduced to those areas. You reminisced, and it was it was a nice little like reminiscence of like oh that's really cool like Mm -hmm. that's really awesome. So I thought that's why I was really enjoying it, and I was having a lot of fun with it because I was like, "Oh, cool! Like the ever, like the Everdark. Oh, okay, cool. The Harpers. I've heard of them. I've never really met them inside of a D and D session. Uh, what was it? So I mean, there's different places that you can really go, uh, and the world's massive enough that you can make a sequel. Yeah, the world's massive enough where you could definitely never see these people again. Yeah, I will say that I appreciated how silly this movie was because it wasn't like. And if people are going to say like, oh, it's basically like Lord of the Rings, it's not because Lord of the Rings tends to be a more serious, developed like world of magic and elves and all this other stuff. Like it's it's more serious tone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like D&D really took upon itself to just make it quirky and weird because that's the whole point of kind of developing a campaign. Like you got to make it uniquely yours. Right. Like it's where have you ever seen a pudgy dragon? True. Not only that, but also it, it goes with the chemistry of the characters because I've been in sessions where nobody likes anybody. Yeah. And everybody like I've been in a session where everybody made a character that conflicts with somebody else. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, yeah, I made a uh, I'm a paladin. So I don't like thievery because I'm a, I'm a justice paladin. 
I'm a rogue that likes to steal from people. Well, I don't like rogues because I'm a paladin. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Or I'm part of this faction. Well, I made a character that doesn't like this faction. <laughs> and it's so I've Why been pointing in, at me. <laughs> but I've been I've been in I've been in a session where just like everybody didn't click. And it was terrible. Like, and it it kind of works out the way that you know an, an actual team who's meant to work together mm-hmm. would work out. Where just everybody starts dying. Like everybody. Like I'm not gonna save them. I really don't care about them. Like okay, whatever. I don't really care about this person. I don't care about that person. Whereas when you have a team that's functioning and everybody cares about each other and everybody cares about each other's goals, that's when the emotion really starts coming in. Yeah. And that's when you start really caring about each other's story and you care about going towards their goals. Yeah. So, uh, like right now, I think we're uh, in the D&D session that we're playing right now, uh, our buddy Andrew, his big thing is just to spread the word of Apollo. Because, <laughs> okay. And so his big thing is we go to every town and we always have to raise money and then start orphanage. <laughs> Like we what? start orphanages, <laughs> start uh, like no, not create orphans. Oh, start oh, orphanages. Oh, I was like, <laughs> like, like there's orphans already. Like, what are you killing parents or what? Like, <laughs> like I mean, I've done that too. <laughs> start start all these kids here. We'll start building. I, in, all, in, all, in all fairness, I have done a evil campaign. Start, how do you start an orphanage? <laughs> just start killing parents. <laughs> Kill a bunch of parents. I have, I have done a and d campaign where one of the characters, his goal was to create the greatest hero. Mm-hmm. So he was just going around murking parents. Oh <laughs> and then he would make sure that the kids could see. So that way he can make them have a, an evil backstory. Why? So that way he could have a villain. Huh? They go, remember this. Yeah. Basically, where he's just like, what's the most messed up way I could kill their parents? So that way they can remember this. And then, like, he just goes, like, yeah, now I just have to wait like 10 to 15 years. And <laughs> I have my great rival. What she that reminds me of, which I love, is a community. Where they do advanced Dungeons and Dragons, which you can't see that episode anymore. You can't. Um, but why, so why can't you see that again? Because, because of the blackface. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a, a dark, dark elf. elf. He's a dark elf, but people are it's so dumb. He's a no, dark elf. but um, <laughs> it's, it's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. That's the thing, and um, <laughs> and uh, it's so funny because I remember when uh, Chevy Chase's character Pierce plays that game he starts he goes he becomes the bad guy he becomes the bad guy and he's all like i rape the decay family what <laughs> yeah that's what he does <laughs> and then like he grabs one of the player's swords and he's, he steals it from him and runs away and he's all like pierce like give the sword back i can't hear you with the sound of my balls hitting the sword he's all like <laughs> and it's and he rolls he goes and abe goes you have Successful, he goes, you have successfully rubbed Roger. the balls on, on, on the sword. <laughs> so like, <laughs> any decision they do, they he has to roll the dice. And stuff. Oh my god. It's gosh, so funny. Dude. A, but there, but there's, a, there's so much drama that comes with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Especially when you have like these amazing DMs that you've seen online. Uh and they have like these different ideas. Like TikTok is full of yeah. like DMs that have like great ideas. Like um, that's the that's the whole part of having a really good campaign is that you have to have a really good DM, yeah, Dungeons Master. And you have to have like <laughs> you have to have a person that's really really into creating worlds, creating a story, yeah, and really looking for all the best characters' interests, yeah, and stuff. What's gonna benefit? Them. Not not only that, but also any uh, any good DM is somebody who can think on the fly, yeah, because. It, it's happened so many times where I know our DM, uh, 
He'll plan an entire he'll plan an entire encounter. He'll do this, do this, do this. Oh, then they're gonna run into this, and then they're gonna do this, and then we outthink him. Yeah, and we skip the entire encounter, and we're able to just like skip over here, and he's just like. <laughs> Like, I worked on I, this part. I, I made this thing where they have to go through a mage, yeah. and then a dragon <laughs> pops out, a skeleton with like a mage yeah. pops out right here, and it's all over here. Okay, we're gonna go this way. Damn it! It <laughs> <laughs> happens every second. Yeah. Or uh, the most annoying thing I know most DMs would probably go is what's his name. <laughs> yeah. and then, or like uh, like they go into a shop and they're just like, what's the shopkeeper's name? It's like uh, it's uh, it's Warwick. Yeah. Oh. What's his family's name? Where's he from? Yeah. And just, and what like, was the story? Yeah, like of what's the his, like, barkeeper I, that was talking yeah. to you? Did you notice the sign of the the of the picture of the of the farm? Did you see? <laughs> yeah. no? no, that sucks. Oh man, like, I, you guys are dead. <laughs> like I, ha- I have played a session where I was a bard who was at arson. Yeah, and I just liked setting buildings on fire for oh, yeah. like no reason. You? Kn- oh, sorry. Go on. So I would. So I would like try to make it look like an accident and then he, it was really funny though because later on he was like yeah you're being accused of setting all of these fires and i was like how could they have known like it was they were all they all were supposed to look like accidents and he goes you nailed all the doors shut that doesn't look like an accident when you nailed the doors to a bar shut and then you then put everyone to sleep that's not an accident you know you can play a micro D campaign with chat gpd can you really? Yeah, you can. I know you can. That's I know fun. you can ask Chat GB, Jet, Chat GTP to write you a campaign. GPD. GPT. GPT. HBK. <laughs> HBO. Yeah. I know you can have the AI do. Uh, oh, you can do campaign. like text adventures, but I think you can do like a micro like D and D campaign with. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and like it'll roll dice and everything mm-hmm. for you. I tried it a little bit, and then it goes like. After like two minutes, it goes like, "Do you want to con- still continue this uh, conversation?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'm invested." <laughs> You're invested in a robot. Because <laughs> I don't have friends. It's <laughs> gotten so sad. I can I can do it because I've done it before with uh with a couple with actually with Lewis. We did the Rick and Morty one. Okay. Oh, it's a it's a Rick and, it's a Rick and Morty dungeon crawl. Yeah. Where you play as Rick, Morty, uh, Beth, and everybody else. Don't it's a that. screw off. <laughs> it's not a screw off. I was gonna laugh so hard if it just like. Whoosh. I got, I got a bottle opener. I'll get it. No, no I got it. It's fine. Keys. Anyways, go on. So anyway, the Rick and Morty one is pretty fun because it's it's Rick setting traps for just like the family and everything else, and they're all playing like different characters and everything. Uh, that one's a lot of fun. Like that one is super fun and like it's an actual like dungeon crawl, and it's just like super. It's super annoying too because it has Rick's just anarchy written into it, where it's just like. There's a door in front of you. How do you open the door? And then all of a sudden, like everybody, and then you you see like an entire like party just start freaking out, going like, "All right, so how do we open the door?" And like like uh, Lewis and them, I think spent like 15, 20 minutes trying to figure out how do we open the door. And then finally, like Andrew just goes, <laughs> and he turns the knob, and the door opens. And then he's like, and I, in the thing, it's like, "Congratulations, you've opened the door." You know what? I will say that there are certain DMs that tend to be kind of assholeish, yeah. in the sense that, like, you know, anything that you do will cause instant death. It's like you can't even it's, progress the story it, that instant way. Instant death is boring. Yeah, that it's is. so dumb because it's like, oh, you 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 um, approach a door that has like a metal knob. 
do you choose to open it or inspect it? And you have to inspect like every little detail because yeah, who knows? Awesome. There's like a tripwire behind the door or the knob has like a, a magic spell that causes you to like die or get poisoned or something like that. I, I know that there there are some curses like on items and stuff like that that can, ha- that can happen where, you know, oh, I, I touch this thing and then it automatically does like uh, instant word kill where it's just it, you die. You just instantly die. Yeah. There's a bunch of, th- there's some of those, but I mean, those, you can't, you can, you have to put them sparingly throughout the campaign because if, if your characters feel like, well, I'm, I'm just rolling through character sheets at this point. Cause at a certain point I, I don't, I don't care about this character. Yeah. Like if he dies, he dies. It doesn't matter. Like every Halloween, our DM always has this thing where uh, he does what's called the mansion uh-huh. and it's a resident evil style Halloween campaign. And he uses the actual maps from resident evil one for the mansion and he uses those to make a campaign out of it. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to be like this horror campaign. He does it and he specifically says make five characters. Because that's when he gets brutal and he's just like I'm going to murder all your characters. Like my goal is to murder all five. Yeah. And uh but the idea is that he the reason why he does it is so that way when later on when we're playing a different campaign, you can use it as like your play test of I've talked about this character, I've read about this character, I kind of want to play it and I want to like you know, just see how they play and everything else because maybe you didn't like it or maybe you do like it and you're like, oh, I want to use this character for something else. So that's why he does that, but just murdering people. Is, is and it's interesting because this movie kind of follows that trend of trying to keep these characters alive and not like, obviously like murking them every chance they yes. get. You know, because like you had, I'm trying to remember every single character's name. It's Simon, Olga, Ed, and I can't remember the, the, the druids. Druid? Um, it was something like, Sof- is it Sophia? No, Sophia was the red witch. It was something very um, druidesque. No, no, it was something like it sounded wrong when I heard it. Can you look it up real quick, please? Um, I think you already have the cast out. But point being, this uh, this adventure didn't feel like everyone was gonna die. Like there were moments where you thought a certain party member was gonna die. Like especially when they were facing the pudgy dragon, yeah. and it started to roll down the hill as it was like as they were trying to run away through the bridge. Oh, his name was like Zenic. No, not no, oh Zenig. That was Zenig. Zenig was the other one. Was the paladin? About, he's talking about yeah. the druid. Who's that? The, Her the name was Sophia something. Oh, yeah. The one with the horns. Anyway, do you have the name? Doric. Doric. There Doric. you go. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a druid. Dude. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, like you would have those moments in this movie where like you do feel like these people were going to die as the pudgy dragon starts to roll down the hill and it's like, oh, well, you know, are they going to get crushed? Are they going to make it? And or even when they were cornered in that cavern, right? Mm-hmm. Like water starts spilling through everything. And then you had that quick moment of like, oh, he's breathing enough gas to be able to light up the entire cliff with, you know, with a it's fire to be a, able to a, get out of the explosion. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So those moments were super creative of like, yeah, this actually does feel like a D&D campaign. And it, it also stakes. Sa- it really does sound like players talking yeah. are a problem of going like, okay, what can we do? How can we solve this problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, how, do we, how do we get out of this situation? Because in a D&D campaign, you should feel like it's a possibility for you to die. Yeah, exactly. Because like like now, even like my, our characters have gotten high level and our DM is going like, well, I now have to make things that can kill you. Because you're, you're too high level where all the, the base monsters, you'll run through them. So now if I do a bunch of base monsters, I have to do a horde of them. Because you can just one-shot a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I have to just swarm you. Or I have to make things that do like 45 damage in like one hit. 
and something else. So that is interesting because you do need to keep that tension inside of the game to think, oh, yeah, like you might not make out of this. Yeah. And they kind of did that towards the end of the movie after spoiler. Olga basically dies uh, because she gets stabbed by a red wizard's blade, yes. which is something that no wizard can basically cure. And yeah. she ends up dying. They bring her back using the tablet of revival. Uh, yeah. Tablet of revival. Which can only be used once, which was intended to bring back Ed's wife, which was the whole purpose of this movie, was basically to find the tablet to rescue his daughter, which the Forge basically took or, you know, robbed. I thought it was funny, stole. though, because as soon as, uh, what was it, as soon as they had the uh, the dragon, the dragonfly scene with mm-hmm. him and his wife, and they're like, and like, they're, they're hiding from the dragonfly, and she's trying to let it go. And then as soon as she goes, like, with with all things, you just have to know when to let it go. Yeah. And then it cuts. And then I was like, oh, man, they're not bringing her back. <laughs> yeah. Like, just the way that yeah. that's written, I was like, oh, man, they're not bringing her back. No, it kind of is. It was kind of predictable. The end of the movie is going to be he has to let her go. That makes sense. <laughs> or I thought it was going to be like he, his daughter would die, too. But I thought that was going to be like a thing. I, I figured it was going to have to be either Olga or it was going to have to be his daughter yeah. where he's going to have to choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was and that was a really cool. I thought that uh, Hugh Grant played a great villain. I loved him as yeah. a, as oh, a villain. Oh, he was great, believable too. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. a con man. He was yeah. just a great con man. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was awesome. It was interesting too. I will say that I do applaud the way that they cleared out the stadium by basically yeah. like having the the richest spill onto the city. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. he was keeping his promise to the uh, the, to thatch, the, the what was it? I can't remember the the Harpers. He's keeping the promise, his oath to basically not keep any of the money himself but also to distribute that wealth amongst the people. And he did so, and yeah. that's how he cleared out the stadium so that the Red Wizard wouldn't convert them all to the undead. Yeah. Basically an undead army. It was a clever thing. Yeah. Um, I will say that, final thoughts, because we do have to wrap up this issue pretty soon. They did um, have a Hulk moment, which was pretty cool. Oh, that was just oh, an yeah, overkill moment. Yeah. That was, that, that was owl, an overkill the, moment. The, the Owlbear Hulk moment, I was like, that's amazing. That's a, that's a that's a crit 20, dude. <laughs> that's a crit 20 roll. Like, you already beat the person, and you're just rolling to basically see if you can just murk the person more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. I will just say that I do feel like this movie is a good representation of, like, it's not about the end that matters. It's the journey of how you got to that ending True. that really sells. Because the journey is what makes this entire movie worth it. We already knew that the wife wasn't going to come back. We already knew that he was going to be getting his daughter back. We already knew that the promises were going to be kept. But the journey to get to that point was just so well received and so digestible to just everyone that it's just a great movie overall to watch. And it, I hopefully this movie does succeed in the box office. I think it earned five point five six million already on Thursday. That's great as of Thursday. So only you know we'd have to wait till the weekend's over to see how uh, What's how this? well it does. What was his budget? What's the budget? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta sat, roll. You, you have to roll the and see. What, <laughs> hang on, roll, 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 roll. See what? See what? Does does your nine nine? Ah, uh, he, he. I didn't roll but it. I, but I have a. I have a ten. No, you're convincing him with a nine. Oh uh, no, I'm, your I charisma's have, already. I, I, no, but I have, a, I have a ten modifier, so it's fine. So it's nine, <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. If you. It made 5.6 million so far at the box office since Thursday. I think you can look on uh, Wikipedia. It'll tell you. Wikipedia, great source. Scroll down. Should say what its budget was. Budget is on the bot is on the right of that box to the right. Right here. Yeah. Oh, budget. Ooh, 150 million. Oof. And it's already just made 5.6. So. Ouch. So it's got to make double that to be well, successful. It's gonna be in theaters for a bit. So. But does it stay? Is this another speed racer? I don't know. 
Because I, but because here was my thing. I think that opening weekend was going to be weird for this movie, just because I don't know if everybody was going to think it was going to be a good movie. Well, not everyone's going to come out of their mom's basement yet. <laughs> they're still they still have to roll to get no, out. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Do I get out of bed today? <laughs> Thirteen. All right. It looks like I, you know what? Yeah, I don't shower, but. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just like both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? No, it reminds me of the Benchwarmers with the with the, the brother that's scared of the sun. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I uh, was, I was Do tell, I get I, out and shower today? No, I was telling him that fifteen. All right, because I, I haven't done it in years. Shower? But we, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the, the thing of playing D and D for an entire day. Oh, rolling where, the dice. Yeah. Where where you just where Stop. We're not when we wake up at nine when we wake up at nine AM, we go over somebody's house, we just start playing D and D. You rolled a one, you, didn't you? I rolled you a play, five. Oh, okay. You play part of a campaign all the way until like one o'clock. Then you take like an hour to lunch. And then you come back and you play a different campaign. And somebody The likelihood of us doing this, let's see. That's Fourteen. Right. No, it's a no for me for sure. I don't need to roll. <laughs> I don't need to flip a coin. It's a roll because you know what I don't like. You roll, see what you see what you get. You got. I don't like playing with people. I like playing with myself. <laughs> you know, I like just playing by myself yeah. because there's nothing worse than someone interrupting you well, while you're playing, playing with yourself. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like teamwork. No. You don't like to play. With I don't others. like dealing with other people. All right. All right. Final <laughs> thoughts, Renee. What do you think about this movie? I liked it. It was fun. All right, yeah. Nick. I thought it was fun. It's All right, movie. cool. I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow. That's great. <laughs> Are you take Monica to see it. Hmm? You take Monica to see it. Yeah, Monica, me, me, Monica, uh, Andrew, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, our buddy Sam and his girlfriend are all going. I think Andrew's going to like this movie. Oh, yeah. Of yeah, course yeah. Andrew's going to like this movie. Yeah, I, like, I, like I wouldn't it. have done this this way. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's really funny, though, because when she goes like, because uh, she went over to the palette and she was like, you're just not fun. You're not a fun person, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, most paladins are." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because most paladins are very rigid, and they're always like very steadfast in like, yeah. their beliefs. So you're always like, "Hey, come on, paladin, let's have a little fun." And they're just like, "No, no, <laughs> my God wouldn't approve." And you're yeah. just like, "Oh God." <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to roll a twenty, and I can't. I've been rolling thirteens, fourteens. I've rolled thir- three thirteens in a row, and I rolled a one. We're gonna end it at that. He rolled twenty immediately. No, I got a fifteen. I got a twenty. You twisted it. Yeah, you liar. No, I didn't. What a liar, dude. I rolled it right now. All right, let me see. The likelihood of me believing you. 16. I don't believe you. That's a high. That means you believe me. No, I don't believe you. 16 means no, you No, believe not me. for my character sheet. That's okay. not how that works. Whatever. I rolled it. <laughs> I thought you did that. That's not what I did. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up this okay. issue of Keeping Up With The Nerds. Thank you so much for joining us here on this issue 142. Don't forget to check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Follow us on our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to check out our podcast on audio platforms wherever you listen to your podcast. And check us out on YouTube. If you've not yet subscribed, leave a comment down below. Were you excited for WrestleMania? Did you like it at all? Did you watch Dungeons and Dragons? And what did you think of the movie? Who was your favorite character? What would you have done differently in this campaign? And if you have any comments or concerns regarding any of the topics on comic strips, let us know as well. Don't forget to like this show and share it with anyone that would be interested because we're aiming for 200 now. 200 subs. Also, what do you think Ed, uh, Ed's class was? It's a bard. Is it? He never, he never cast any spells. His spell was the loot. 
That's not, that's not a bard. <laughs> it just means I can play a, a lute. What's his, are you okay? What's, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you ready to sign us out? This has been Keeping Up With the Names, issue 142. My name is Nick Valero. Renee. This is Brian. <laughs> Signing off from Undercity Comics. We'll see you all next time. Can you remember the issue number? Stop! <laughs> <laughs>